Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. I'm excited. What's that? We have an apparel sponsor, Parry Athletic. Such good gear. It's incredible. I've been enjoying it. Bro, George came through, messaged us on the Instagram, said he's been following our program for ages. He's getting stronger and more mobile. And he's got this cool gear company called Parry, and he wants to send us some stuff. And he told me that his mission was to create the best pair of training shorts ever. Yeah, he wanted something that he could lift and roll in that could accommodate thick, muscular thighs and hips. And that suits us. Speaks to us. Also, what I like is I love the colorful design. It actually looks really cool. I am the most colorful dude on the mats these days, hands down. Yeah, you get that kind of expression feel. A lot of other jiu-jitsu gear is kind of a bit boring. Yeah, it's all like grays and blacks and shit. This stuff is the color and the vibrancy. It makes you stand out. The thing that I've loved about it is just it feels good. It feels good. It looks good. And you, ladies and gentlemen, can get a discount if you go to parryathletics.com. When you go to check out, put in the code BULLETPROOF20 and you get 20% off. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. Who is the most influential person in BJJ uh, in the history of the art? Wow. It's a big question and it'll be a big statement. I have reached a controversial conclusion, which I will not state at the start to spoil the whole episode. Oh, damn. <laughs> Guys, oh. you actually got to listen to this one. <laughs> You're going to have to listen to the end. I'm not going to give you the answer straight up. People are just on that fast forward. Come on, come on. 15, 15, 15, 15. Reveal, reveal. I haven't thought about this, by the way. JT brought this topic this morning. I'm like, all right, all right. I got to instantly got some ideas. Let's get organic. I think I know what time it is, but let's, let's yeah, go there. Because I think a lot of people will say, well, where did it originate? Like, where did it come from? Master Elio. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people... I mean, I'm not saying it no, no, no. originated there, no, but no he's disrespect, one of the great but originators. He's credited with a lot. Like, the Gracie yep. family gets a lot of credit. Yep. Fair, because they did do a lot, even yep. though there were many other people who helped grow the art, develop it. Yep. But I'm saying influential. So what do I mean when I say this? Who has had the biggest influence on culture in general... To spread jujitsu. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Not just, oh, that guy, Kimura, invented a technique. You know, not that. I mean, who has had the biggest impact on driving jujitsu worldwide? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, sure. First cab off the rank, some people will say Elio Gracie. Right? Yep. yep. And we can go through the Gracie family. You know, we can. Hoist Gracie maybe is Hoist, up there, right? Because here's the, the thing UFC that wins. for some of you guys that may not be familiar, the first exposure I ever had to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, even though I didn't know that that's what it was, was the early UFC tapes. I think that's, for a lot of guys our age, a generation. Was the one, yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, bro, who's this skinny dude in the pajamas submitting Dan Severin? Or, yeah. you know, you're like, what? He's getting bashed and he pulls out the win. Or, yeah. You know, like it was phenomenal. And really, I think that really injected the idea of BJJ as an effective form of fighting to a, a, a first world western audience yep even though people were obviously aware of it in brazil and which was their goal with it wasn't it yeah that was yeah. The plan. yeah yeah there was a kind of like a marketing strategy cool strategy uh, cool and then i'm gonna jump to the side and go well you could look at a guy like carlos gracie jr carlinhos 
who is like one of the was that one of the heads of uh, Gracie Baja, but then he founded the IBJJF. Right. It's pretty instrumental, right? Like he, the first federated comps, which didn't happen until I think 96, even though there was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu before that, that's where he started having world champions. That's where he started having Pan Americans. You know, and that is still to this day, I think the largest competition format and international governing body there is right in this game yep in the game as it speaks as we speak but then other people might be like well what about the machado brothers yeah. well no 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 because you've got to say that if you didn't have i mean no disrespect to the machado <laughs> brothers <laughs> joe's like right but joe's like nah. i'm just guessing half the listeners are like who who no 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 but you've got to but, but let's let's follow me in this thinking if you didn't have the machado if the machado brothers didn't move to the us mm. you wouldn't have an eddie bravo right if you didn't have Eddie Bravo, you wouldn't have Joe Rogan. Ooh. Oh. Damn. So think about the influence on this. How influential is Joe Rogan? Because if we think about... But you, just on that, how far back do you go? Because you're like, well, if you didn't have Carlos and Higgins' mother, <laughs> then they never would have been born. So she is the most influential. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, no, no. I can, I can, but I'm saying that they didn't do jiu-jitsu. So I, what I'm saying is... Oh, yeah, if we look at the, if we think of the jiu-jitsu web, yeah, because some people, are, some people, it depends on what they think is important. Yeah, from your perspective, Joe, do you have people who who you feel are influential in? Well, Rogan, as you just touched, I think he's a huge one, purely because of his reach and the, and the fact that you know he's he's a jits guy and he talks about jits all the time. time. Like he always talks about basically the same five things all the time: <laughs> government control, yep, bow hunting, bow hunting. Nice baths. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu, yeah. Um, and stem cells. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mushrooms. Mushrooms. <laughs> so in that way, I'm like, well, no one else has just had that conversation to as many people as, as Rogan him. has. Yeah. You know, instantly when you're talking about influential, the big players in the game, I think, oh, Gordon Ryan, like he's got a lot of influence. But, you know, in, when, you, when you start to go into it, you're like, well, actually, he doesn't influence anybody that's not in jiu-jitsu. Yes. He's just influential within this world right now. Sure. But he doesn't, ex- I don't think he expands the world. No, I, I, no, I think he has to a certain extent. I actually had a guy ask me, <laughs> it's so funny, some dude on a job site said, what do you think of that big jacked guy with the beard who does jujitsu? <laughs> and I was like, do you mean Gordon Ryan? He's like, yeah, I think that's the guy. He's like pretty jacked and he's got a beard. And I'm like, I think this guy, like who could be the... The, the okay, con- so he grew it by one. Who could guy. be the Conor, <laughs> who could be the Conor McGregor of? No, I think yeah. he. Yeah, sure. He, bring he, some people in. He has like you know he, I wouldn't say Conor McGregor is the most influential person in in MMA, but he definitely had an impact to to make sure. get more eyes eyeballs on it, right? Yeah. Well, you you could go well maybe John Danaher, because how many guys have come under John Danaher? GSP trained jujitsu under John Danaher. He's considered to be one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time, right? Yeah, but was he? I mean, he probably he would have found jiu-jitsu if it had without Danaher. Gerard Sahabi was his coach too. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But Faraz is also under Danaher, so he is. Right. So what I'm saying is, like Craig Jones, I would say actually, I was having this conversation. Think of you know as much as I throw a lot of shade on Craig, I got respect for Craig. Um, think of all the guys he's lost to. Are they as influential as him? No. Do you know what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about how achieved are they in, in competition because Craig has obviously beaten a lot of guys, right, to be where he is. 
He's also lost to some really good guys as well, but are they as influential as him? No, they're not. No. Why? Because he's a marketing genius. He's a, yeah, and, and the marketing and the reach is, I think, as important as anything else. Well, I think it's, I mean, it's if probably, we take Joe Rogan, yeah, you know nothing of his jiu-jitsu, you know nothing about his relationship with it, he just tells people about it. Yeah. And so it's all, I believe it's all reach. His advocacy. Like, yeah, so when you're talking about athletes and stuff, it doesn't matter. It's like you had the conversation about jiu-jitsu being great with 10 people. I have it with a million people per month. Yeah. And it's like, well, f- that's, how do you, how, like that surely has to be the greatest impact on growth. Well, I'm going to, all right. Well, let's 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 stay Are on the here? track. Let's stay on the track. I got I mean, some. I got something for you guys. Well, for a while, I thought one of the most influential people was Fabio Grishel, because he has produced the most world champions of any coach, which is undisputable. Check Matt, right? Check match. Yeah. The guys who started that team, they were originally Alliance. Right. Now, you could say that Fabio's tight-fisted control over not letting his competition team do what they want resulted in a split. But all Is Checkmatch Vieira Brothers? Vieira Brothers. So they were with Fabio originally. Yeah, and you can't talk to him about it. Yeah, right. Because I love Leo Vieira, right? Yeah. And I actually... He taught me. I went to one of his classes once in Rio. Leo Vieira was, the, in my opinion, probably one of the greatest passers in the history of passing. Just his style, the cartwheel pass, that's his pass. Right. The risky back take... That's the, that's the Leo Vieira back take. Yeah, okay. That's what it was called, right? Because he would do it in comp. Oh, the one, yeah. Yeah, right? So, but a lot of people don't get that. Bushesha comes out of check match. Like if it wasn't for, you know, if you extend out the web, if it wasn't for Fabio Gagel building what he built, you wouldn't think of how many great champions, right? How many schools have come off the back of not just Alliance, like yep. just his influence. It's huge. This is what I wanted to say. I mean, it is, it is, it's, it's, it's big in jujitsu. Right. But, you know, you ask, you ask the standard, like, white belt practitioner, and like, do you know who Fabio yeah, Gagel is? No. Probably not. In the English-speaking world, anyway, Yeah, in right? Brazil, he's, yeah. He's, a, he's still considered to be a, a massive celebrity. Yeah. And if you watch his fight with Mark Hunt, and that's what I was saying, like, but, you know, I'm not talking about Kiwi Mark Hunt, I'm talking about, oh, Mark Kerr, sorry, Mark Smashing Machine Kerr in his prime. It's a brutal fight. And, and part of the reason why uh, Fabio got so famous was he didn't give up and he's getting head-butted in close guard like it's... And he's trying to fight, but Mark just keeps taking him down and just wailing on him. The, the corner ends up throwing the towel in because he's covered right. in blood. It's a pretty brutal fight. And that's how he got the name. All, all of the Smashing Machines fights were, hey? Oh, God. And that's, and that's very if early. If you've never seen that, watch that docker, the Smashing, Smashing Machine. Machine. Find it on YouTube, Matt. It's phenomenal. But I'm going to say something here. I only thought that because I was heavily influenced at that time by him. And I've stepped back. And this was brought to my attention more recently by a book called uh, The Psychology of Money, which is actually an older book that's been repopularized. Funny thing is, I bought it probably a month ago and kind of been chipping away at it. Joe has the same book. Joe Jill's like, have you, read, have you heard of this book? And then I was like, this book right here, it's in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> total fluke there was no coordination on that but the, the, this is what got me thinking about two it two guys who are still bad at managing money <laughs> tip from the top. but we're trying to get better yeah um morgan housel is the author and the the author says that there's eight incredibly influential people in the history of modern society that if these people didn't exist 
the world would look totally different. Right. And these people are completely unrelated. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting when you go back and you look at world events. It also talks about the eight most influential uh, events in the economy and why the world is the way it is and economic structures, blah, blah, blah. So this got me thinking about jiu-jitsu and I have an interesting idea for you people. The single most influential person in BJJ is Dana White. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Uncle Dana. Jesus, why? How? Think this. The UFC was failing, right? They brought Dana in. Dana was doing boxing promotion. He knew the Fertitta brothers. The thing that saved the UFC was the ultimate fighter. Dana was actually instrumental in making that happen. Now, this is right at the start of the reality TV thing, but they will tell you that before that, they were going to go bankrupt. And they were like, we're putting putting our last kind of couple hundred thousand into this show because this is our last shot. And Dana's will and drive to make the UFC more financially successful or commercially accepted, the, the ultimate fighter did that. And it was very much off the back of his personality and his drive as a promoter to drive the whole thing. This is my conjecture. Without Dana White, you have no Joe Rogan. Oh. Joe Rogan is only as influential like as he is. Joe Rogan. He is. <laughs> right? And you have to say, and this is what I've seen, people are only really as interested in jiu-jitsu now because of the success of the UFC. It's where you get to see the effectiveness of jiu-jitsu or not effectiveness of jiu-jitsu. The reason why it's in the culture of the common man who's at the, t- at the yelling at the TV, stand them up. <laughs> you know, like, They're the not doing under- anything. God, why are they lying on each other? Why is he wrapping his legs around his face? Gay. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, but it, the reason why I'm saying this is because the amount of conversation I have with people who don't train jiu-jitsu who are like, Oh yeah, jiu-jitsu. I've seen that in the UFC. That is the conversation. The only reason I feel, I mean now obviously it's grown in different parts, but the explosive growth in jiu-jitsu is directly correlated to the explosive growth in the UFC. The IBJJF are not putting the money into the marketing the UFC are. They don't have the budget. They don't I mean they're incredibly wealthy. But no one's putting hundreds of millions of dollars into trying to get it on TVs around the world. The most influential or the most popular sport right now is MMA. The UFC is the number one thing. And Dana White, even though he probably hates (laughs) jiu-jitsu, he is the reason why jiu-jitsu is as widespread as it is. That is my statement. Push back Uh. on me, Joe. Push back. Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm looking for holes, right? So I... um you can't, it's conceptual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, so a lot of me agrees with it. However, okay, so there's a couple of things there for us to explore. Please. Or unpack, if you will. The, the first thing is, the first thing is the UFC being pivotal in Joe Rogan's success. Mm. That's the first, the first part of that. So, is obviously a part of Joe Rogan, but let's say in an alternate reality that the UFC never existed and Rogan uh, never got that job. Right. But let's say Rogan, is there an alternate reality where he still becomes the greatest podcaster in the world without having had the gig on the UFC? 
Maybe. Maybe, right? Maybe. Is it but, not- but, but think of his avenue, right? He was on Fear Factor. Yeah, he was training martial arts and he was doing whatever. He was in entertainment, unquestionably. But what is the leverage of Joe Rogan? Initially, it was he has access to fighters, right? Now, that didn't matter in the start. His podcast was not that and comedians. popular. Comedians he, were the first cab off the rank. Yeah, definitely. But if you look at the quality of his podcast in the early days, it wasn't that great. But as he started to get greater notoriety as the UFC rose, the cachet of hanging out with fighters became cooler, right? That's, this is true. Like having interviews... I mean, yeah, he got, yeah, he got like access to all these... Yeah. Uh, unprecedented access. Um, but, you know, but yeah, of course, like I see, I think I get your point, but I'm still thinking there's an argument there that Rogan still becomes Rogan in the absence of the UFC. But does jiu-jitsu still become popular? Well, so is then... Is jiu-jitsu relevant if there's no UFC? Yeah, so then that's, that's the next question is, does jiu-jitsu need or did it need the UFC to become what it is? Yes, 100%. So if I try and shoot a hole in that, because I think I agree with it, I think I, I, I do agree, but here's where I'm, I'm like, well, UFC popularized it to an extent. However, the most popular form of jiu-jitsu is the gi still, and the UFC has no part in that. UFC is like, you know what I mean? No, but, that's, but I think this is where it's two separate things. The people doing jiu-jitsu in the cage had to start somewhere, right? Now, in the most modern era of uh, MMA... They're not training in the gi. But everybody who started in the OC started in the gi. That's a, it's what you had to do. You had to learn yeah, jiu-jitsu yeah, via the, the gi, way. right? Yeah. So just because what is the most popular part of jiu-jitsu, that, it doesn't matter. That, that's irrelevant. Right. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah, think I do. that's, that's what it is. Yeah, fair. I take that point. Keep shooting them holes. Okay, so then, so then I'm still thinking, well, what I'm having a hard time reconciling and I'm trying to be the voice of the people here is, is it still not Joe Rogan that's the most influential because of what he did, UFC and Black Belt and all that? Is Joe Rogan the guy? No, because... Well, why is it not Dana's mum? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Joe's just taken my paradigm. Let's get her on the, the show. Yeah. I've gone well, meta. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. my God. It's Dana's mum punching his dad back and encouraging him to do boxing that led him on this MCU alternate timeline. No, look... The reason why I say Dana is this is because why was boxing, why was, because you could say this about boxing, that possibly, even though he's one of the most evil characters ever, Don King helped popularize and drive heavyweight boxing. Like boxing's always been popular since since time, since it became a sport, right? It's like yeah. two guys fighting, who wins? Who's, who's the baddest man? Don King to make fights like, you know, Rumble in the Jungle, you know, Thriller in Manila. Like, he was the marketer. He was the front man. He was as much a personality as anyone, even though he was a total vulture and he screwed over fighters. Dana White is the Don King of MMA. Why is the UFC more popular than boxing? Boxing makes more money. Like, it's more popular because you've got an opinionated, loudmouth, ignorant mother telling you what to think. <laughs> you know, well, I got side the, gig. yeah, my psychic. I'm the new Dana White. No, I, I, Dana doesn't love Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I'm saying it is a byproduct of what he does for him to make money to make his to make his organization the dominant thing that it is. The, inadvertently, even though he loves boxing, 
he doesn't really love jiu-jitsu at all, he has made jiu-jitsu insanely popular. And if you look at the UFC model, this is the same model that now Moja Sim is taking for the ADCC. Oh, how so? Well, no, it's this idea of having a big tournament, like a Super Bowl, a big event that brings all the oh, eyeballs right. and the sponsors, and it's, yeah. it's this commercialization and... Well, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. I mean, saying. that's just like going for like major league sport kind of... Major event, league sports, it? but yeah. I'm saying that uh, Dana White and the UFC, obviously the Fratita brothers are key because they finance the whole thing, yeah. but he was the face. And so if you think about who is the most famous person in the UFC other than Joe Rogan, people would just say Dana. He's he's yeah he's he, the face of the UFC. He's the face of the UFC. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm saying. I know a lot of people will get upset and disagree with me, and I'm not saying this because I like Dana White, and I'm not saying this because I love the UFC. I sat and thought about this for over a week now, and I honestly doing, doing the real work. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, J T. Got a lot of shit. Got it. Busy week. Yeah. Busy I'm on week. It. Emails. Dana. <laughs> Rogan. It's that clip of Jay Cutler <laughs> zooming in on Jay Cutler's tan face with a little <laughs> meme. <laughs> no, I just was Dana all along. No, no, but it's like no, it's Zach. You know the Galifianakis. Galifianakis. Well, all the math. Gan- Gandalf. Gan- Gandalf. <laughs> you shall not solve the equation. No, <laughs> I am doing the math on how does the jujitsu get so popular? Because even jujitsu guys can't explain to you. They're like, I've got a school in the middle of. Nowhere. So, so just, students. just to clarify, you are saying then that on this, that you are attributing the Joe because if you, I think if we went to a, some gym yep. and there's a hundred students, we Joe said, Rogan effect. Tell us how you what go, and I, I think uh, more would say Rogan than would say UFC. I don't agree. I would, but 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 go with me on this. Let's say they did. Would you attribute the Joe Rogan ticks to the UFC? Of course, of, of course. Right. It's all about attribution. Of course, it is. But, but what I'd say is there are plenty of people who will say Rogan. But I would say the UFC, more people know about the UFC than know about Rogan. Because not everyone listens to podcasts. I don't know. How many, Dude, what are you talking about? How many about? people watch the UFC every month? Hundreds of millions of people. Yeah, but how many people download Rogan's podcast? Not as many people. Podcasts are smaller than the UFC. Okay, That's why fair. the UFC is worth billions. Joe Rogan's not worth billions. He's worth hundreds of millions. Fair. Like if, if Joe Rogan was literally as an individual, but Dana White makes $220 million a year. He's making more than Rogan. Well, he's, yeah, he's also selling tickets to the event. Rogan just but, puts out a free show. But that's what I'm, but it's not, it's not a free Joe show. Rogan it's Spotify. money on the table, quite frankly. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but if Joe Rogan was more influential than the UFC, then we, we would know it. But that's not true. There are more people who know about the UFC than know about Rogan, even though he's associated. Podcasting is not that big. It could be way bigger. Yeah. It's, it's in its infancy still. Yeah, he might go down as the GOAT, but right now I, w- I would say we can check it. We can check it. Yeah, we'll come but back to you guys after a fact check on that one. No, it's not even fact check. I have put this <laughs> well, idea... I ruined a good story. Mate, don't <laughs> spoil a good yarn with facts, all right? Just get on board with the concept. Let me tell you what to think. Don't get creative on me here, people. No, I, I'm serious. I'm Like I said, I'm not saying this because I'm a fan. I think Dana White is a vulture and he's not good to fighters. But we as jiu-jitsu people cannot get away from the fact that Brazilian jiu-jitsu has piggybacked off the success of the UFC. And the reason why someone who doesn't train jiu-jitsu talks about it is because their favorite striker lost to a guy who got, you know, submitted him. 
Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. It's, it is in the public consciousness because of that big machine and therefore Dana White is the most influential person. Give us your thoughts on that one, guys. Sound out in the comments. We'd love to, uh, we'd love to hear what you think. Sure. You-